You are now listening to Wave a Sound. Welcome to episode 86 of Versus Mike History. I am your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are in preferred platform, let us know and we'll do our best to change that. For premier access to Versus Mike History content, join our members-only subscription tier on versusmikehistory.com. You know, despite the messages of this culture which say that life is about things and about right. acquiring, about fame, about prestige, that that's not really what life is about and that what's real important is caring for other people. It is trying to leave the earth better than you found it. It's about things inside that matter and that despite what television and all the others may say about violence, that that's not the way to resolve problems, that that's the opposite of love, that despite what they say about success, that what success really has to be, which is what my father and mother taught me, is about serving, that serving is the rent that everybody pays for living and that's what serving is the, the rent, rent that every human being pays for living family welcome back to another episode of versus mike history it's good to be back behind the mic uh i hope that everybody is doing well out there uh happy black history month first and foremost i apologize that the first episode of black history month is coming basically in the middle of the month but been doing some behind the scenes work grinding planning some really dope stuff for the future of the podcast and the brand in general and um it's really some really exciting stuff and really exciting content uh, coming that's on the way. Um, you know, it's Valentine's Day and uh, shout out to all the lovers, you know, uh, that'll be my. I said it early, but whatever. Anywho, we got a few topics to get into today. Um, there's been a lot going on in the world. Rihanna got pregnant since the last time I recorded an episode and um, the L.A. Rams won the Super Bowl. So we're going to go ahead and get into some topics and we're going to have a good time. All right. So as always, we got to lead with love. And like I said before, I want to give a shout out to all the lovers out there. Um, shout out to everybody who's with somebody. I think that in the society that we live in today, we um, undervalue the uh the value of a the value of a partnership you know and uh how you know meaningful and useful and resourceful a relationship can actually be um i'm kind of pro relationship but i've been single for a while now that's nobody's business but you know i figured i should out here and you know it's cool you know love is cool and uh, I think that more people should choose love because we live in a society that's fueled by hate right now and is not getting us anywhere productive. So shout out to all the lovers. And if you got somebody, keep them close. All right. So this episode is going to be kind of weird because a lot of the topics that um, I have to cover this week, uh, I didn't have articles for. So I'm, it's going to be like a kind of a, an extended word of mouth type of episode. And I'm going to get started with um Coachella. So Coachella is doing Coachella collectible NFTs, which is um uh, lifetime festival passes, digital collectibles redeemable for physical items 
and more available uh well now uh at nft.coachella.com and that's very cool i want to see if these are still available and they are uh so i'm gonna read the official blurb on the website so unlike lifetime coachella passes art prints photo books digital collectibles and more Coachella collectibles are first of its kind opportunity to own lifetime festival passes, unlike unique on-site experiences, physical items, and digital collectibles. Embrace new technology to connect and discover. We have partnered with FTX US to build on environmentally friendly marketplace Solana. Uh, a portion of the proceeds from each item will be donated to give directly. Uh, Lidris Camp, I don't know what that is, and Fine Food Bank. And the royalty will support the creators involved, more novel NFT experiences to come. Um, this all is pretty interesting to me. Uh, you guys know that I've been uh, getting into the NFT industry for um, a while now. Um, and, you know, the, this announcement is very in line with how a lot of uh, different industries will implement nfts and how we overall uh you know just see a shift in how the technology and blockchain technology specifically is used in our everyday lives moving forward uh i implore everybody to get educated on blockchain technology and you know how it will change everything but you know this is all interesting and you know shout out to coachella for for moving quickly on new technology um, I think that this is very cool, and I just wanted to report on it. So, yeah. Okay, next up, I have here that Snoop Dogg has acquired the Death Row Records brand from MNRK Music Group, an entity backed by funds of private equity firm Blackstone. Uh, I have a statement from Snoop Dogg here. It says, Snoop Dogg, now owner of Death Row Records, said, I am thrilled and appreciative of the opportunity to acquire the iconic and culturally significant Death Row Records brand, which has immense untapped future of value. It feels good to have ownership of the label I was part of at the beginning of my career and as one of the founding members. It is an extremely meaningful moment for me. I would like to personally thank the teams at Blackstone, MNRK, and especially David Kassenbaum, who worked collaboratively with me over several months to make this exciting homecoming a reality. I'm looking forward to building the next chapter of Death Row Records. Shout out to Snoop for um, acquiring um, ownership over Death Row Records. I think this is interesting because a lot of people were asking about music catalogs and things like that. I'm not sure if this had any uh, relation to any type of music, um, I'm sure that he can release music under the brand moving forward since he is now the owner. But um, I don't think the deal actually came with music. Hopefully, something that um, I saw on Twitter that I did not want to overlook is the fact that Murder Was a Case is not on streaming services and with this purchase hopefully it will be um now i don't think now being said that the deal probably didn't involve any music there's probably no correlation but it would be dope to see that happen um and yeah so you know all all things are starting to revert back into the natural order of things and uh that's pretty cool 
So shout out to Snoop, shout out to Defro, and uh, everybody involved. This next topic is a little dicey. So um, Dave Chappelle has been in the news quite recently for uh, some zoning projects that um, has been going on in the neighborhood that he lives in in Ohio. So if you haven't known before this, Dave Chappelle lives in a small town in Ohio called Yellow Springs. Now, there was a group or uh, a few individuals who decided that they wanted to develop some property in Yellow Springs. Uh, The people who had the idea to develop um, housing in in Yellow Springs uh, had in their mind that it was intentionally going to be built to serve uh, affordable housing. Now, there is a uh, video of Dave Chappelle at a city hall uh, meeting or city council meeting, and he's speaking about how he will withdraw uh, the millions of dollars that his businesses uh, bring in a year uh, out of Yellow Springs if they decide to move forward with the decision to develop the properties. Um. A lot of people, there's a lot of uh, speculation surrounding this story because uh, people that rep Dave Chappelle are saying that he isn't against he isn't against affordable housing in Yellow Springs. It's just that the people who want to develop the property want to develop it on his land. Um, I'm seeing other reports that he simply just doesn't want affordable housing uh he doesn't care if uh property is developed it just can't be for affordable housing and um that's essentially what has happened uh in this story so the the property will still be developed uh into to living spaces and rental units uh but it won't be for affordable housing and uh it's very disappointing to hear you know but I would implore everyone to do their own research on this story. I just thought it was really interesting because a lot of people had different angles and had made up their minds about how they felt about this situation before it had fully developed. And um, I think we're we're getting away from the truth a little bit. And um, things are still worth researching if we uh, even if we have opinions about the people that, you know, we're hearing the news about previously before that so i just wanted to speak on that for a bit and um now i'm gonna move on all right i have here that uh biracial miami dolphins head coach says he identifies as a human being instead of black i'm getting this from black enterprise so bear with me mike mcdaniel the new head coach for the miami dolphins has been getting a lot of attention recently but it has nothing to do with his on-field accomplishments mcdaniel replaced brian flores who was fired and filed a racial discrimination lawsuit against the NFL and three teams after finding out another coach got the New York Giants head coach catch, head coaching vacancy, excuse me, instead of his his interview with the team. After the Dolphins hired McDaniel, they were quick to praise the team for hiring a minority coach. McDaniel is a multiracial is multiracial and has a black father. However, McDaniels struck a different tone during his introductory press conference. 
According to multiple reports, McDaniel said he wants to be identified as a human being and that he's never experienced racism, but his parents did. As a result, he can identify with other people's problems. It's been very odd to tell you the truth, McDaniel said. This is this idea of identifying as something. I think people identify me as something, but I identify as a human being and my dad's black. So whatever you want to call it. I know there's a lot of people with a shared experience. McDaniel continued to stumble through whatever point he was trying to make and in doing so exposed a subject rarely openly discussed by racial people and their feelings about race and identity. Um, I'm not going to go on some long tirade about biracial people and race and identity. Um, you know, the, um, but it, it, but it is interesting that somebody with uh, a black parent would not want to identify or does not identify as black. Um, because even if you grew up not experiencing racism, you could still know that racism exists and still identify as a black person. Um, this is somebody has, that has chosen not to do so. Um, now, given his, you know, physical experience, his his outward experience, uh, uh, visual, uh, how he looks, I guess he doesn't look like a black guy. No. But I mean, to me, that doesn't really matter when you have black parents. Um, so this is really all over the place. I just wanted to speak on it because I wanted to uh, I wanted you guys to, you know, have an idea of what this was about. But uh, I'm really struggling with it because it's like, you know, he was chosen because he has a black father, but he doesn't feel like he's experienced racism. OK, but you are receiving preferential treatment in this instance because of your black father. So um, it's a weird, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird line. But whatever. Um, I think that's all I'll speak about on that. Let's actually get into some word of mouth topics, though. So Rihanna is pregnant. Uh, shout out to her, I guess. She is having a baby by ASAP Rocky. So, congratulations to them. Black love, black babies, repopulating the world, all that good stuff. Um, What else do we have here? I don't really have an opinion on that, to be honest. I just, you know, thought I'd speak on that for a bit. Uh, The Super Bowl. Do not care about the Super Bowl at all. But uh, the Bengals and the Rams played and the Rams won. So, there's that. Uh, Mozzie signs to CMG. That was a very, that was a very unexpected move. Did not see that happening. But uh, CMG has a very stacked roster. Uh, it's very understandable why he would want to sign to them because it's very talented young men on that roster. And uh, it's a very cool label. Shout out to Yo Gotti. He's uh, he got definitely got the the playbook from the uh, wealthy OGs in the game. So, in terms of label building and talent. Searching and all of that good stuff. Shout out to him. Uh, Kanye, Coachella, Billie Eilish, Kid Cudi. That's how I wrote that one out. So Kanye was on Instagram speaking about how he will pull out of Coachella because Billie Eilish was disrespecting Travis Scott while he was on while she was on stage, saying that she was going to give a moment for her fan to get her uh, themselves together. Um. 
And then, you know, he then spoke about spoke out about how Kid Cudi would not be on Donda 2 because he was friends with Pete Davidson. Um, and, you know, like this has been a whole, you know, era that we've been living in of Kanye West and social media. But it's been very interesting to see people's reaction to everything that's going on. You know, um, I personally don't really have an opinion on it. It's like just too far above anything that I could even remotely care about. Uh, I only spoke about it because, you know, everybody is. So I figured that I'd keep people in the loop. But yeah, this is all celebrity nonsense. So I'm going to keep it moving and um, wrap it up here with the baby and his bowling alley shenanigans. So the baby was at a bowling alley. There were a bunch of, I don't know. It was a bowling alley. It seemed like a good time. And Danny Lay's brother pulled up to the bowling alley, I guess, to confront the baby about, you know, how he was treating his sister. And um, essentially, Danny, Danny Lay's brother got them paws put on him. It's a very unfortunate situation, to be perfectly honest, because he didn't deserve that. But, um, you know, that is what he went there for. So he got what he wanted, actually. Uh. I don't really have any opinion on this either. I just thought I'd speak on it because the baby is always in the news for something negative, like always. And, you know, it doesn't seem like his output of hits is matching up to, you know, the types of shenanigans that he's been getting himself into. And that's very, very interesting. Um, So I'm not plotting on this man's downfall by any means. I, I support all black men. Um, but you know, I figure, I figure, uh, it's about time he'd be a little bit more responsible because, uh, those repercussions will start catching up to him a little bit more once, you know, those hits stop coming through. So I, re- I figured I'd speak on that for a bit and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I got on that. And, uh, we could go ahead and move on. Okay. Now let's go ahead and get into some new music. So, I want to start by, I want to start with albums. We got Hotels, Motels, the deluxe version of Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan. We have Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige. We have CM10, Free Free Game by Yo Gotti, the deluxe version. We got BODR, Back on Death Row, the album by Snoop Dogg. Um, we have Ravina, Asha's Awakening, Moonchild with Starfruit. G. Perico with Tango, Juicy J, and Wiz Khalifa with Stoner's Night. I need to go listen to that. Jay Holiday drops off Time. Nina Simone with Feeling Good, um, her greatest hits, uh, which is a greatest hits album. And um, that's it for albums and for singles. We have Mozzie and Roddy Rich with Real Ones, Omar Apollo and Daniel Caesar with Invincible, Diplo and Miguel with Don't Forget My Love. Sweetie and Her with Closer, Future with Worst Day, uh, which is a fire song, by the way, and a pretty funny video, too. Uh, City of Gods, which is Fabio Foreign, Kanye West, and Alicia Keys, dope record. Love's Train, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, um, who are together, Silk Sonic. Gunna with Banking on Me, Vince Staples and Mustard, Magic. Nicki Minaj and Lil Baby, Bussin', Lion Babe and Busta Rhymes, Harder, Kodak Black, Grinding All Season, and Pusha T, Diet Coke. 
Um, I'm going to highlight Diet Coke because that's fire. And um, that's actually the sound selection of this week. But uh, I wanted to talk about that for a little bit because it is Pusha season. His album should be coming soon. I don't know if there's an official date for it, but uh, I believe that Kanye probably will be coming with Donda 2 first, um, which will be a very quick turnaround in terms of album releases. Um, I am looking forward to Pusha T's new album, and I love that he just remains consistent. You know, a lot of people say that he only raps about one thing, but he raps about that one thing very well. So I could never complain about it. And that's just me. Um, and that's pretty much it on new music. Let's go ahead and shift to some other stuff. Let's go ahead and shift to television movies and trailers and get into this Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness trailer. Man, that was good. It looks so good. Um, the spot that premiered on television is different from the spot from the actual trailer, the two minute trailer that released on YouTube. Um, that's what I'm going to be focusing on mainly right now. Uh, we see America Chavez in uh, the trailer who jumps from multiverse to multiverse. That's her power in the comics. We see Wanda, who we knew was going to be in this film, who is the Scarlet Witch. We see Wong. We see Mordo. We see, um, uh, we see, who else do we see, man? We see a lot. We see Shuma Gorath. Uh, we get different versions of Doctor Strange in here. Uh, we see a zombie version of Doctor Strange. We see Wanda going bad. We see Wanda heading up against somebody who looks like Captain Marvel, but you never know. It could be a variant of some sort. I'm very excited for this movie. There are a lot of exciting things that are coming in the Marvel Universe moving forward. And um, couldn't be more excited. I really, fun fact, guys, um, I really like Marvel content, you know, and I've been always, I've been super, I've been really considering doing like a Marvel podcast, but I think I'm going to just shift it to YouTube content because I do need more YouTube content. But um, I'm very curious to know if you guys would like to see that from me or hear that from me rather. Anywho, uh, another trailer that we got was the Moon Knight trailer. The Moon Knight trailer premiered during the Super Bowl half, uh, well, during the Super Bowl this year also, and uh, very dope. I'm very excited for this show. Still don't know a lot about the plot, and I'm very excited to see how dark Marvel actually goes for this series. I feel like with the transition from Bob Iger to Bob Chapek, we will get a lot more um, risk taken with Disney Plus in terms of how graphic the content can get. And, um, you know, they've been talking about moving a lot of a lot more adult content to, uh, onto Disney Plus. Bob Chapek has. And, you know, like uh, we've seen Moon Knight with his hands and his weapon bloodied. So, you know. Fingers crossed in terms of uh, a dark and gritty series from Marvel. What else did we get? We got a Jurassic World Dominion trailer. That was very cool. Uh, this looks to be the best of the three uh, of the three films. Uh, I have not seen the third film, obviously, because it hasn't come out yet. But, 
you know, the the world being taken over by dinosaurs is the exact movie that everyone's wanted to see for their entire lives. So the fact that we're finally getting it from the exact franchise who we should be getting it from, which is Jurassic World, is absolute excellence. Now let's move on. So we got a new Peacemaker as well. Um, Peacemaker is continuously good. I'm very excited to see how this series ends. We got one more episode left. Um, I heard that another series will be developed in line with this show, like a spinoff of this or something that's loosely connected to it. And I'm very excited for that. James Gunn is also working on another DC project. So I'm really excited to see all of the stuff that is coming on that side. Speaking of DC, they also released a short clip of all the films that they would be releasing this year, which is four. The four films that they will be releasing this year are... Black Adam, The Flash, um, Aquaman 2, and The Batman. I'm really excited for all four of these films, man. I really am. Well, I'm excited. Well, a lot less for Aquaman 2, I'm not going to lie. But I'm really excited for The Flash. I'm really excited for The Batman. And I'm really excited for Black Adam. First of all, Black Adam's been in development for uh, like 15 years at this point. It's actually crazy. What else? The Flash has been was supposed to come out three years ago, I think. Something crazy like that. Um, it's been a long time coming. And the Batman, you know, the last solo Batman movie that we've gotten was The Dark Knight Rises. So it has to live up to that standard, the Christopher Nolan standard. Uh, and yeah, it's just exciting times for comics in general, man. Uh, kind of got away from the point, but uh, you know those TV spots were very cool looking, and I'm um, very excited. What else? Uh, Bel Air. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard very, very good things about it. Uh, I'm really excited to see what is in store for that series because you know it, as you know, it's a a, a serious. Uh, take on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air story and I think that they can do serious serious um, work with that um, what else do we have oh Jordan Peele released the trailer for Nope his upcoming film his upcoming, upcoming horror film uh, that'll be released in June I believe uh, it stars Kiki Palmer Stephen Yuen and Daniel Kalua is also in that and it looks pretty good man uh, I'm excited. I saw a trailer for another Kiki Palmer movie uh, called Alice, which is about a woman who is a slave in the 1970s but does not know it. She thinks that she's a slave in, uh, you know, slavery time. And, uh, you know, it's a really interesting story. Not really, not really my flavor per se, but I, I am interested in, in, in checking it out this time around uh what else do we have uh that's pretty much it in terms of movies and trailers and stuff i'm trying to think oscars are coming up i'm not really gonna speak on that here because i'm not a really really big academy kind of guy um and yeah i think that's all i'll speak on euphoria was nuts again this this week as always so you know we got that and um yeah you know that's pretty much it. All right, guys, that's pretty much it for this week. Thank you guys for listening. 
And as always, send topics, questions, music, and movie suggestions to info at versusmikehistory.com. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Versus Mike History and on Instagram and the fan base app at Versus Mike History. Oh, excuse me. You can find us the podcast on Twitter at VS Mike History and on Instagram and the fan base app at Versus Mike History. Follow me on Twitter at Mike History and on Instagram at Last Name History. And this week's sound selection comes from Pusha T. And it is entitled Diet Coke, produced by Kanye West. I will see you beautiful black people at the next episode. Peace.